0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Mariko, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right
1: now.
2: You know, they say in the media, never let a crisis go to waste. That's what I'm hearing from the media, and for once, I couldn't agree more. But a little bit different twist than what they're saying. When this crisis is over, we'll be a different country and a different people, and right now is the time for Christ followers like you and me to stand up and step up for those we work alongside, the ones we live alongside and we need to introduce people to Christ. Followers like you need to stand up and live out our faith in peace during this crisis so that others around us can see us and feel the peace. But not all of us are business owners, but many of you are, or many of you work in businesses, and businesses across this country are in a little bit of a crisis because we've got incredible employees we don't want to lose, but a lot of times, in a lot of ways, a lot of businesses can't keep paying their people. So what do you do on the front lines of faith when life turns things upside down? Well we turn to Jesus. But we're going to hear some stories today. We're going to hear from Mike Sipe, who leads up 10X Groups. 10XGroups.com. Really want you to check them out. We're going to hear more from Mike in just a second. And he's going to introduce Stephen Burhart and his story. That's where these guys are from. Mike is got the beautiful 10X shirt on, and he's got the fireplace going behind him. He obviously isn't in Florida, because you wouldn't need a fireplace. That would have to be like icicles throwing at you, because it's already almost 90 degrees. And, and Stephen, he's got a snowy, he's in a snowy cave. That's why everything looks white around him. <laughs> Mike Seip, tell me about this. You just got off done writing your book. I, I always want to say "avada," but that's not how you say it. How do you, how do you say your book?
1: Well, I call it Avada, but Avada. The, uh, okay. the, the Jewish pronunciation, I believe, is Avada, uh, uh, if you really look
2: at it. We're not, we're not going to argue about that, but okay, so uh, Avada. Okay, so you just got done finishing the Avada principle. You've launched 10X Groups nationwide. How are you prepared to lead Christian business owners and leaders into the new world of 2020 and beyond? Because when you started 10X Groups, the world looked different than it does today. Mm.
1: Well, it did and it didn't. Um, if, you, if you think back through history, this is, uh, you know, we've, as leaders, we've, uh, we've faced challenges before. This may be one of the most pervasive and, and one of the biggest ones, but we're no stranger to troubles, and, and the Bible addresses that. But if you think about leadership, whether it was 2,000 years ago, 100 years ago, two weeks ago, or into the future, there's really three things that, that effective leaders need. One, they need a soft heart. They need compassion, they need kindness, they need love, they need a loving heart. Second thing they need is they need a quick mind. So they need to be intelligent and they need to be tuned up and they need to be capable and competent. The third thing they need to do is they need strong hands. So they need to be able to work effectively and they do need to work. And so in our 10X groups, we focus on all three of those things so that we can have a platform to learn how to live an integrated life as a Christian leader. Mm,
3: that's so good. So list the three things again for me, because I was trying to write them down. What was the
1: first one? Sure. So we need a soft heart, need soft. a kind of sharp mind, and we need strong hands. Awesome. Thank you so much. So for you can go to many secular places and you can find um, uh, strong hands or you can find uh, a sharp mind, plenty of sources for that. Mm-hmm. But the integration of, of love and compassion, along with competence and hard work, is what makes a Christian leader effective.
3: So why don't you tell us why you believe that the 10X um, Christian Business Roundtable discussion groups is a great place for people during this time of crisis, for the business owners and the leaders to really get together?
1: Sure. So earlier you said that that God's not surprised about Mm. this, and and I believe that that's the case. The Bible was true yesterday. It's true today. It's going to be true tomorrow. And uh, Jesus said in, in this life, you're going to have trouble and he said but in that you're going to find peace in me he he said seek the kingdom first and all the stuff that is bothering you i'm going to take care of and then he also said um, that the greatest command is to love god and then to love other people and so our 10x groups give people an opportunity to do all of those things to keep their priorities straight to um to put god first And then to love one another as they love God and as they love themselves. So, you know, one of the tendencies in a crisis is to become a little bit self focused, not you guys, but others, um, to get self focused and to become a little narcissistic about Mm -hmm. taking care of ourselves. And we do need to take care of ourselves, but we have a bigger calling and a, a bigger opportunity, and that's to care for others. And so, One of the the hidden benefits that emerges after a few months of being involved in a 10X group is the opportunity for leaders to care for other leaders. And there's a huge leverage factor in that. If you're in business, you like leverage. And the idea of of helping other leaders is an enormous leverage concept because there's a a massive ripple effect that happens when a leader speaks into the life of another leader. And that's what's available around a Christian peer table.
2: Well, and we all want to become leaders worth following, and uh, being part of a 10x group may be right for you. So check them out online: 10xgroups.com, 10xgroup, 10x. Field manuals have been around for decades. You and I are soldiers serving in our mission fields at work. The I Work For Him field manuals are intended to provide the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical perspectives around work, women at work, and retirement. Our field manuals provide the detailed biblical information and faith-based how-tos for Christ followers like you serving in the field. Go to iWorkForHim.com forward slash bookstore and request your free chapter today. That's iWorkForHim.com forward slash bookstore. Thanks for going digital. All right, Mike, you you have brought in a good friend of yours from Bend, Oregon. Why don't you introduce your
1: friend and talk about why you brought him here? Sure. So, uh, so we have about 50 members in our, our 10X groups here in Central Oregon, and all of them have amazing stories. They're all incredible men and women of faith and leaders in the marketplace. And I could probably have lined up 49 others here that would have uh, incredible testimonies. But when you said... Hey, who do you know that has a story that will um, will just rock our listeners? One guy emerged, um, and and you'll know why in just a minute. And so I, if you remember, I said absolutely, <laughs> I know who it is. Yep. And And uh, so then I called Stephen, and he said, "Of course," I as he always does, as he always. Steps up. He said, "Stephen, uh, Stephen said, will 'I'll I'll be there for you,' and uh, and also um, pleased and glad and honored to be able to uh, to share some of my story." So Perfect. Only one guy out of the fifty that uh, right at the top to share with us today.
2: Very good, Stephen Burhar with StereoPlanet.com. Welcome to our work for him. Thank you. Glad to be here. Stereo Planet. I, w- I want to hear a little bit about that. You run this business called Stereo Planet Planet out of Bend, Oregon. How did the Lord lead you to be your to, to your current calling a business? owner
0: sure yeah um you know in 1997 um i was uh highly successful uh, at 21 years old and uh actually running another company and had a 15 percent ownership in it um also uh living with my uh my cousin and my best friend um he's like a brother to me just an extremely close friend and you know it's kind of friendship that you can read each other's minds uh and Brand new home, just everything that that you'd want in your life. My life was a ten and um, highly successful, and but the Lord was fourth in my life. I was going to church, I was in a college groups, so I was doing all the right things, you know, uh, as far as the outside goes. But really, um, I was in control. And uh, I remember when I was thirteen in church camp one time, and a guy said, "You know, give your life to the Lord." and and I specifically said no. I mean, in my mind, I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. The Lord might have me go do something I don't want to do. And I'm not doing that. I want to be, you know, I had my plans. I want to be rich, successful, everything. Within 90 days, my, my entire life collapsed. Uh, it was a very fast, kind of like what's maybe happening today to some people. But uh, my career, through no fault of my own, um, was gone. And um, it was completely devastating. So the job that I loved and brought me so much money and satisfaction and, you know, everyone tell me how great I am, uh, was gone. And, um, I would actually drive home in tears. Sometimes I was so frustrated mm. and, um, this all happened in about a 90 day period. So it's very, very quick. And I was camping 1997 with my best friend and he, uh, uh slipped in the river and drowned mm. and died. And, um, it was, uh, just, mm-hmm. I was already on on the ropes and and completely, you know, beaten down and this just completely crushed me. And, um, you know, I got down on my knees after work one day and um, I said, my life is yours. I said, uh, all my money, all my time, um, all my plans are yours. I'll do whatever you tell me to do if you just show me and the next morning uh one of the first phone calls i got was stereo planet and they said we know we've asked you before because they had you know, they've asked me to come to work for them a couple times but you know hey i mean i'm doing really well why would i leave they said we want you to come to work for us and i knew that was god putting me on a new path and um, that was you know 23 years ago hmm.
2: so today you're the business owner you eventually bought the business how many employees do you have
0: um, right now I have uh, about seven um, we've been as high as 16 uh, obviously this is you know devastated our business we've had to make uh, some adjustments hopefully temporarily mm-hmm. but um, yeah so about seven right now
3: so you're sharing that you know you had some really major adversity very young in life and that is when you turned your life over to the Lord how what can you say to our listeners right now um, that maybe they have either walked one, you know, been rejecting that as well, and saying, "Nope, God, I got this," um, or or just some lessons maybe that you learned along the way.
0: Yeah. So um, the lesson I learned is that um, God wants complete surrender. Uh, he wants, you know, right now our, our our businesses are being threatened, our very health is being threatened. Um, he wants us to just completely give all the outcomes or all the expectations that we have over to him. Mm-hmm. And when, when I heard that guy talk in church camp, he, he did say, is your life to the Lord? Um, I've learned over the last 23 years that it's kind of a misnomer to say, I'm going to give my life to the Lord and surrender my life to the Lord because I'm going to fail at that. Um, there's going to be a day where I want to take it back and I don't like the results and I'm not maybe on <laughs> board again. Mm-hmm. And so really at what I've come to find out and learn is that you can surrender your day to the Lord and your plans today to the Lord and your expectations today. Uh, but tomorrow you you may fail and, and you may want to take it back. And the, the, the enemy can actually use that against you because if you give your life to the Lord and then sin creeps in and you want to take your life back, or maybe as I've done before, gotten very angry at God for a period of time, then you feel like a failure. Um, and but of course we're going to fail because we're not christ i mean right. christ was the only one that completely surrendered his life to the lord hundred percent of the time so well, what often I, I
2: find that, that you have to do it multiple times during the day. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, sometimes, okay, Lord, yes. today, this is your day. And I, in the middle of this crisis, this is your day and I trust you. And then five minutes later, I'm like "On well, holy smokes, I got to do that over again because I've yeah. kind of screwed up. So we're talking today with Mike site from 10X Groups out of Bend, Oregon. It's a national group. If you have ever thought about discipling and mentoring Christian, Christian business owners and leaders, perhaps you'd like to be a 10X Group leader, you should check them out online, 10XGroups.com. Mike can talk to you. Stephen Berhart is his guest today as well from Stereoplanet.com Stephen you don't do work anywhere else in the country outside of Bend or are you just an Oregon company or can you do it anywhere?
0: Well for the most part we only do work within central Oregon but certain clients want us to go to sometimes Portland we've gone to You know, L.A., San Francisco, Seattle. But they're all people that we have a relationship already in.
2: Well, let's just say somebody that we know has got a beautiful place on the beach on either the East Coast or the West Coast of Florida. And it's middle of January. Would you make that trip in order to be able to get them, (laughs) help them out? I mean, I I don't know.
0: I mean, if I not, not really. If I knew them. Uh, but, yeah. I'm just trying,
2: just trying. All right. Yeah. One, uh, of the, <laughs> one of the resources <laughs> want to make go, sure. I'll
0: go, I'll go for you, yes. Okay. Like,
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not one of those. I don't have one of those houses. Martha, why don't you tell people about some uh, our, our field manuals and how people can download those first chapters?
3: I would love to. So um, God has really just pressed on our heart the need to give some really practical, tactical, biblical, and factual resources around the whole I, the conversation of I work for him. And then also I retire for him. And then she works for him. Three areas that we just really feel like God is saying, you know, we need to have a, something practical that we can um, share and take away and give to um, different people. And so in the process of that right now, we are compiling the whole books, but you can sign up to get the first chapter on our website. If you go to our resources page we have a bookstore and if you go there then you can select the first chapters of any of those three resources and then we will get those to you via email. But that is just the beginnings of what God is just doing and collecting and it's a real collaborative effort and so we're really excited about that because that's one of the core values of I Work For Him is
2: working with other people. iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore that's iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore.
3: Many things in life are out of your control, but you can control the content you listen to. I work for him has created a podcast with you in mind that gives you control. Subscribe to the I work for him power pod on your favorite podcast platform and you can choose to listen on demand. Shows release several times per week and offer 15 minute highlights of content to help you learn to transform your workplace into a mission field. Subscribe today by searching for I work for him power pod on your favorite podcast platform. That's I work for him. PowerPod.
2: All right, Stephen, you have shared a little bit of your challenges. You got this COVID nineteen challenge. You've got seven employees. You uh, are a friend of Mike Sipes. So you got challenges everywhere. How are you dealing as a business owner? How are you specifically adjusting to the fear and the panic in your own employees as you guys face this challenge together as a team? Mm-hmm. Well,
0: you know, I've been. Uh, we've been in this sort of germ situation personally, and I've been through this, an economic collapse in 08 before. So um, I haven't made a whole lot of adjustments, to be honest with you. Um, we I've been doing the same thing for over 20 years. My 24-year-old son um, was diagnosed with spinal muscular atrophy when he was about 11 months old, and they said he wouldn't live past three. So for the last 20 years, the common cold and flu has been life-threatening to him. Mm. He spent over a hundred days in the hospital. He's had pneumonia probably 12 times. He's, you know, I, he's almost passed away, uh, three times already. So we've been wiping things down and being careful and living with this kind of health fear for 20 years. So, you know, we're not, we haven't made a whole lot of adjustments, um, honestly with, with what's been going on as far as the business goes in, well, well, know, and along the way, I have made it clear to my employees that the Lord owns the company and, hmm. um, I work for my father, and um, it's been. You, you could say a joke, I work for him. I throw it out. Huh? Yeah. You could yeah. say <laughs> I work for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and um um, so, you know, yes, it has changed some procedures, and we, we have some health policies that we've implemented in the company, and you know, calling clients ahead of time to make sure they're healthy and they want us in their home, but, and we've had to make you know financial adjustments, of course, in the in the short term, but. Um,
2: so let's go specific though because uh, i'm sure not every employee and not every client that you work with is a jesus follower already so you got some people that are that are struggling with peace and fear and panic um how are you how are you addressing that as a business owner in your organization sure well we had you know we had had we've
0: had meetings uh, as as everybody has and you know one of the concerns of several of my employees was coming to work and and threatening my son's life and Mm. Um, And they didn't want to, they would feel terrible, obviously. And and that was an opportunity for me to to be light. And I just flat told them, I said, you don't consider that. I mean, the Lord is going to protect my family. Um, We are going to be wise and we're going to be careful and we're going to not be foolish, but... It, it, you, you, that is not a factor in your decision. Um, the Lord is going to protect us, and uh, if the worst—and I just flat told him—if uh, the worst case happens it, that he gets this virus and and he does, you know, pass away, uh, he's in heaven. And you know, the worst case scenario for the believer is is not uh really bad at all and um so that was an opportunity in a real world boots on the ground they've been hearing me talking about the lord for for years and it's just like uh whatever well this is where the rubber meets the road and i'm you know we're not going to live in, I told, but I'm not going to live in fear. I mean, this is not, Mm. we're not going to be afraid of this. Uh, The Lord is in control. He can control any germ in the universe.
3: What a great example that is. So, so Mike, I want you to, um, you know, Stephen well, and what is it about him that you want our the people watching us here on Facebook live, listening to the show? um, What is it that you want them to hear that they can, that they can learn from not to boast, but to just say, you know, here's something I know about Stephen that God is using and that you want others to hear?
1: Oh, this is easy. Uh, Great question. Um, And you can already see it. Those of you that are watching and and listening to him speak, it's the steadiness. Hmm. So it, it doesn't matter what's going on. There is a peace that passes all understanding that undergirds everything that Steven does. It's obvious he's not putting on an act here. This is Steven. Mm-hmm. And and the steadiness and the solidity and the confidence and the faith that he, he um, just emanates as he speaks there, that's who he is. So you're getting the real dude here. And that's one of the things that's the most remarkable thing. He's not shaken. Um, in, in spite of things that would shake all of us on this call and everyone listening, if you heard the whole story, it would be even more impressive. We don't have time for that, but if you heard his whole story, um, you would be amazed that this is a man that can be this steady.
2: So, Mike, let's
1: just talk to,
2: you know, we got a lot of people listening that aren't business owners and leaders, but a lot of them, many people will eventually that have heard it. You are mentoring and counseling and discipling and just speaking truth into the lives of business owners and leaders across the country all the time through through 10xgroups.com. Just take a minute and just speak about how we as Christ followers should be dealing with the panic in the markets and the panic in business, in the business world.
1: Well, the Bible is the foundation has to be, you know, we have to look someplace. So so no individual person has has a an adequate answer. No politician has an adequate answer. No business leader, no boss, no employer, no government official, no educator, no pastor has a human based answer to this. So we, we really have to look to the word. And so Fundamentally, we need to, to um, devote even more than ever, we need to devote the first hour or so of the day to um, to getting immersed in the Word and then to, to hearing from God because the direction that we'll get is is the wisdom that we really need. And if, if we don't do anything else but that, we'll navigate much better because that's the source of our strength.
3: You know, one of the things that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, either Stephen or Mike, but um, one of the things I'm hearing is that, you know, your past adversity, Stephen, your past experiences, you learned from and you grew from and you implemented things into your business so that when the next challenge came along, that's how you were able to be more steadfast. And um, so what do you say to our um, listeners that are leaning in right now and saying, you know, I, I, I do want to come out better. I do want to um, learn something from this so that I can, you know, be ready for the next challenge, whatever it may be. What can you say to that, Stephen?
0: Sure. Well, the number one thing is what Michael just said. Uh, You have to start your day with the Lord in prayer Mm -hmm. and in the word. Um, I'm very consistent with that. I I have accountability partner that we hold each other accountable on that. Um, And the days I miss, which I try to be few, uh, I feel the difference. So Mm. you got to start the day with the Lord. The other thing is you must live one day at a time. Um, it's biblical throughout New Testament, Old Testament. The Lord's not going to give you uh, peace con- and 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 direction for next week, next month, next year. He's only going to give it to you for today. So you have to live today. It doesn't mean you don't plan for the future and order product for an upcoming project, mm-hmm. or you don't today plan for something that you need to do in the future. But the worry and the thought and 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 the, for the future has it just it just cannot be there. And then the other thing you have to do is. Um, You have to, I call it box A, box B. Box A are things I can control. And I work on those and I work hard on them. Mm -hmm. And box B is things I can't control. And no matter how terrible it is, even if it's health of my family, if I can't control it, it's, it, 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 I'm very disciplined and quick in giving it to the Lord. Mm. It just, okay, I can't control it. Boom. It's yours. I mean, it's, it's just become a discipline of, I can't control it. It's horrible, but I can't control it. Done. I'm onto the next thing that I can control in box a right. Wow. So, Good word. so you, you gotta be very quick about that. I mean, especially in times like this. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, is, um, keeping your eyes on the Lord. I mean, that's the main thing you know, the, the little thing I do um, and have done for many, many years is, um, the story of the disciples in the boat right these are fishermen it's a real storm they're in the will of god he brought he allowed the storm or brought the storm jesus is actually in the boat with them and this is a real storm and they're panicked and they they think they're going to die and what they do is is they wake the lord up and yeah, the lord jesus is sleeping them.
2: yeah let's just record he, he's he says, sleeping don't you yeah.
0: care we're dying here and he, they wake him up and he rebukes them and so during the 08 crisis especially literally hundreds of times i'd have a tough moment through the day things or whatever i would really quickly l- look up at the sky and say you're in the boat with me and that was just me saying the storm is real hmm. it's intense i might die from it i mean it looks dire mm-hmm. but i'm not going to wake you up right. You're with me and i'm not going to wake you up and so hundreds of times throughout the day just a quick prayer just
1: you're in the boat with me
2: what a good one Mike Sipe, Stephen Burhart, thanks for calling in today from Bend, Oregon. Thanks for being on I Work for Him.
1: Thank thanks, you. Thanks, Martha.
2: You've been listening to I Work for Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work, I work for Him. him.